Barukatai Adonai Eloheinu, Melech HaOlam, blessed art thou, Lord, our God, King of the universe, thy kingdom come, and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thank you for joining me today. My name's Troy Napoleon Brown here at Fishbowl Studios in uh, Hearst, Texas. Had a good week. Hope you did too. And, uh, you know, we're celebrating uh, Father's Day uh, on tomorrow. And also, this is also Juneteenth weekend. The celebrations for that going on really right now around the Metroplex on uh, today and also on on Monday. So, God bless everyone. And, again, thank you for joining me. And uh, we're going to talk about fathers today. You know, I'm a father myself, grandfather of of 11 and, you know, all the things that or come along with being a father and, and being a man. And I want to start off talking about, first of all, you know, before you get to fatherhood, you got to be, you got to be an outstanding, outstanding man. So I'm going to get to that right after uh, the Mississippi Mass Choir. And Lord, Lord, we thank you.
yes, yes. Lord, Lord, we thank you. Today and every day, we thank you. We thank you. Amen, amen. The world offers conflicting views of what being a man is all about. You know, some say that being a man requires toughness streetwise, brought up in the streets, cutthroat, you know, in business dealings, no tears to any circumstance, you know, don't be no punk. Others say that manliness is about getting in touch and, you know, with one's feelings, caring for the less fortunate, being sensitive. Some others would include leadership skills, uh, a good work ethic, physical statue riches, or, or even sexual proudness. Can these things truly define masculinity or is there another standard? Well, I say to know what a true man is, you need to look no further than the life of Jesus Christ. Amen. You know, as a son of man, Jesus is the epitome of manhood, the perfect example of what your true, excuse me, maturity looks like. You know, Jesus was full of the Holy Spirit and lived a complete dependency on and obedience to the will of God. You know, Christ fully displayed all the fruit of the spirits we see in Galatians 5, 22 and 23. A true man of God will show evidence of these works of the spirit, you know, as well. You know, a true man like Jesus is obedient to the father's will and is about his father's business. You know, like Christ, you know, the godly man will shun sin and, and uh, follow after righteousness. He will, in the power of the spirit, seek to keep God's law and live in God's will. You know, he will have a determination, you know, to accomplish God's will, you know, whatever the cost. You know, in Isaiah 50, verse 7, it says, For the Lord God will help me, help me, therefore shall I not be confounded. Therefore, I have set my face like a flint, and I know that I shall not be ashamed. You know, he will endure opposition and never lose heart, you know. He will be a man of the word using scripture to overcome temptation. He will be a man of prayer and he will be a man of love and sacrifice. So in first Corinthians 16, 13 through 14, it says, be on guard, stand firm, stand firm in the faith, be men of courage, be strong, do everything, do everything in love. And, you know, according to these these verses, a true man is vigilant against danger, faithful to the truth, uh, brave in the face of opposition, uh, persistent through trials, and above all, loving. You know, the Bible's qualifications, if you go look at it, uh, in First Timothy 3, two, uh, verses 2 through 4, it says, uh, the qualifications for elders and deacons also contain a good description, you know, of a godly man. Now, it says, uh, now the overseer must be above reproach. The husband of but one wife, temperate, self-control, respectable, hospitable, able to teach, not given to drunkenness, not violent, but gentle, not quarrelsome, not a lover of money. He must manage his own family will he must also have a good reputation with outsiders so that he will not fall 
into disgrace and into uh, the devil's trap. That's First Timothy 3, 2 through 4. And then it says on Timothy 3, 8 through 9, it says, Deacons likewise are to be men worthy of respect, sincere, not indulging in much wine, not pursuing dishonest gain. They must keep hold of the deep truths of the faith with with a clear with a clear conscience. You know, a true man is someone who has, you know, put away childish thing. A true man knows what is right and stands firm in the right. You know, a true man is a godly man. Amen. He loves the Lord. He loves life. And he loves those whom the Lord has entrusted to his care. Amen. You know, the greatest commandment in scripture is this love. The Lord, your God, with all your heart and with all your soul and all your strength, you know, and going back to verse two, it says, so that you and your children and their children about them may fear the Lord, your God, as long as you live by keeping all these decrees and commandments that I give you. And so that you may enjoy a long, a long life. And I'll get back into that right after, um, Go to the Chicago Mass Choir, and then I got to take a break. Hold on, fathers, on this Father's Day and going forward. Hold on to God's unchanging hand.
Come on in here tonight. If you know he lives in you, help me in here tonight. Love 
can go ahead and talk about me. They can go ahead and criticize But how many know the God that you serve? Yeah, make you love him anyway. Go ahead and throw dirt on my name. Go ahead and lie on me. How many know the God that you serve? Yeah, make you love him anyway. How many of you had to lay awake and cry? Because somebody that you thought that love you done done you wrong. I stopped out to tell you tonight. Sounds dirty and fussy. We've been made into it for a night. But I'm in a new journey tonight. I'm in a new journey tonight. Comes in the morning. Do you know that it'll come in the morning? Michael Boykin and the Mighty Voices. He lives in me. I got to take a quick break. I'm Troy Napoleon Brown. And on the other side of the break, Smokey Norwell and I still have you. Stay tuned. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When floodwaters reach your door? When wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood? Or an earthquake is destroying buildings? Or is the best time perhaps today? During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. This breaks my heart, and it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and gives it to families in need. To help, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Podcasters, the name of the game is to get more visibility for your podcast so you can gain more credibility with your audience, thus more profitability. If you're ready to start syndicating your podcast and massively grow your audience and influence, then contact Fishbowl Radio Network today at 817-633-4880. Fishbowl Radio Network is one of the largest streaming platforms in the world. And now your podcast can be heard all over the world by the listening audience that Fishbowl Radio Network Network has amassed over the last 11 years. With over 6 million impressions a month and growing, this is a platform that all podcasters should be on to create greater visibility for their podcast. Jump in today and be a part of the Fishbowl family, streaming great live internet radio shows and podcasts 24-7, 817-633-4880. Jump in. 
Hi, this is Susie, host of Speak Life Transformation Ministry, a podcast ministry where you can receive a positive word of encouragement and also give the word of your testimony because what God sets free is free indeed. Join me every Wednesday from 1 to 2 here at Fishbowl Radio Network. Jump in. So you're driving through a neighborhood, <laughs> checking out the lawn ornaments, thinking about the leftover lasagna in your fridge. But all of a sudden, a little girl runs out in the street. Oh, no, you slam on the brakes. Well, it's okay, because you were going the speed limit. Whew. Lower limits posted in neighborhoods and school zones are there for a reason. So when the unexpected happens, you have time to stop. Even five miles over the limit could mean the difference between a near miss and a hit. Stop speeding before it stops you. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Transportation. You're listening to Thy Kingdom Come with Troy Napoleon Brown on Fishbowl Radio Network. I'm at my best When I'm at my worst I pass the test Even when I don't come in first And sometimes I win When the score says I lose Cause even in my weakness I still have you I still have joy when I'm feeling pain I'm moving up When my life has clearly fallen down again Sometimes I win When the score says you lose Cause even in my weakness I still have Yeah. 
Even in my weakness oh, I'm grateful that in my weakness mm, Thank you, Lord That even in my weakness I still normal even in my weakness i still have you lord jesus amen amen this uh, message i'm fixing to give right here is uh more so towards newly let me say assigned fathers fathers that you know just um had a first child and and or children whatever and i um kind of started at the uh first part of the last segment but let me go back again to the to the word it says in deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 5 the greatest commandment in scripture is this love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. Now, if you back up in that uh, same chapter, back up to verse two, uh, we read so that you, your children and their children after them may fear the Lord your God. As long as you live by keeping all his decrees and commands that I give you. And so that you may enjoy long life. You know, following Deuteronomy 6 verse 5, we, we also read these commandments in verse 6 and 7. These commandments that I give you today are to be upon your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, uh, when you lie down and when you get up. Amen. You know, Israelite history reveals, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, that the, uh, that the father uh, was to be diligent in instructing his children in the ways and the words of the Lord for their own spiritual development and well-being. You know, it's, uh, the father was uh, the father who was obedient to the commands of Scripture uh, did uh, did just that. You know, going to Proverbs twenty through six, it says, and "We've all heard this Scripture: Train a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not turn from it. Not turn from it. You know, the train indicates the first instruction." that a mother, father, you know, give to a child, you know, his early, uh, uh, his early education, I could say. You know, the training is designed to make clear to children the manner of life they are attended for, you know, to commence a child's early, early education is this way uh, is of great importance. You know, Ephesians 6, 4 says, and it is a summary of instructions to a father. Uh, and in there, it, is, it states both a negative and a, and a positive way. Again, that's Ephesians 6, 4. It says, fathers, fathers, provoke not your children to wrath. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Now, the negative part of this verse indicates that a father is not to foster negativity 
and his children by uh, severity, uh, injustice, partiality, or unreasonable exercise of authority, you know, harsh, uh, unreasonable conduct towards a child will only serve to nurture evil in the heart. You know, the word provoke means to to uh, irate, you know, exasperate, rub the wrong way or, or uh, incite. You know, this is not done. Well, let me say this is done by a wrong spirit and wrong methods. You know, severity, unreasonableness, sternness, harshness, cruel demands, uh, needless restrictions and selfish uh, insistence upon you know, dictatorial authority, you know, such provocation will produce, will produce adverse reactions, deadening children's affection, you know, reducing, unfortunately, their desire uh, for holiness and making them feel that they can, cannot possibly please, you know, the parents, you know, a wise parent seeks to make obedience desirable and attainable by love and gentleness. Now, the positive part of Ephesians 6, 4 is expressed in a comprehensive direction. You know, educate them, bring them up, uh, develop their conduct in all of life by the instruction and admonishment of the Lord. This is the whole process, whole process of educating, you know, and, uh, and discipline. The word admonish carries the idea of, you know, reminding the child of faults instructively you know, in duties, uh, uh, responsibilities. And we as Christians, especially us as Christian fathers, are really instruments in God's hands. Amen. You know, the whole process of instruction and discipline must be that which God commands and which he administers so that his authority should be brought into constant and immediate contact with the mind, heart, and conscience of children. Note this. And get this, uh, the human father should never, we should never present ourselves, himself, as the ultimate authority to determine truth and duty. It is only by making God the teacher and ruler on whose authority everything is done that the goals of education can best be attained, you know. Yeah, I think it was, I think it was uh, Martin Luther said, um, uh, keep an apple beside the rod to give to the child when he does well. You know, discipline must be exercised with watchful care and constant training with much prayer. You know, chastening, discipline and counsel by the word of God, giving both reproof and encouragement is at the core, the core of admonishment. You know, the instruction proceeds from the Lord is learned in the school of Christian experience and is administered by the parents, primarily the father, but also under his direction, the mother. You know, Christian discipline is needed to enable children to grow up with the reverence for God, respectful, you know, for parental authority, knowledge of Christian standards, and habits, habits of self, uh, self-control. You know, Second Timothy 3, verses 16 through 17, it says all all scripture is God breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training 
training in righteousness. You know, a father's first responsibility is to acquaint his children with scripture, with God's word. That's the first responsibility. You know, I said earlier about Proverbs 22, 6, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. The means and methods that fathers may use to teach God's truth. You know, we, we all did it in various ways, you know. But as the father is faithful in role modeling, what children learn about God will put them in good standard throughout their earthly lives, no matter what they do or where they go. So when they get old, they will not depart from it. Amen. Amen. Here's Wilmington Master Choir. There's none like you. There's none like you, Lord.
Don't you know there's power in the name of Jesus? There's victory in the name of Jesus. There's healing in the name of Jesus. And demons tremble at the name of You're listening to Thy Kingdom Come with Troy Napoleon Brown on Fishbowl Radio Network. Can we try a little bit more? Come on, clap those hands. I need everybody that like that old school. Get up on your feet and come up. Can I get a witness? Ah, ah, ah. The voice sounds so sweet. Sounds so sweet. Sound like my Jesus. Place my feet. Place my feet. 
Rescue folk, clap your hands for the Lord. Amen, amen. Yes, he rescued me. A lot of us fathers can say that when we were dead in our sins and our trespasses. Amen, amen. Well, that concludes the first hour. Coming up in the second hour, I got two more good messages here on this Father's Day. Salute to all the fathers out there in 2023. God bless you. Stay tuned. Second hour coming up right after this. So you're driving through a neighborhood, <laughs> checking out the lawn ornaments, thinking about the leftover lasagna in your fridge. But all of a sudden, a little girl runs down the street. Oh, no, you slam on the brakes. Uh, it's okay, because you were going the speed limit. Whew. Lower limits posted in neighborhoods and school zones are there for a reason. So when the unexpected happens, you have time to stop. Even five miles over the limit could mean the difference between a near miss and a hit. Stop speeding before it stops you. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Transportation. Hey, how you doing? This is Ed Gray of the Commission Radio Show. Stay tuned and tune in and be up to speed on everything in social justice, human rights, and politics on the Commission Radio Show, airing every Saturday, 5 p.m. on the Fishbowl Radio Network. Jump in. This is Coach Nick. And this is Dr. J. Host of the Free to Be You show, broadcasting live each week on Mondays from 8 to 10 from FBRN Studios in Bedford, Texas. Log on to hear coaching and counseling from many different areas of life. Listen, we laugh, we joke, we cry, but it's all for the sake of empowering the listener. So be sure to log on each week on Monday at 8 p.m. to catch the Free to Be You show. Jump in. 
Podcasters. The name of the game is to get more visibility for your podcast so you can gain more credibility with your audience, thus more profitability. If you're ready to start syndicating your podcast and massively grow your audience and influence, then contact Fishbowl Radio Network today at 817-633-4880. Fishbowl Radio Network is one of the largest streaming platforms in the world. And now your podcast can be heard all over the world by the listening audience that Fishbowl Radio Network has amassed over the last 11 years. With over 6 million impressions a month and growing, this is a platform that all podcasters should be on to create greater visibility for their podcast. Jump in today and be a part of the Fishbowl family, streaming great live internet radio shows and podcasts 24-7-817-633-4880. Jump in. Hi, this is Diane Marion Eunice, and I am a licensed marriage and family therapist. For the past nine years, I have worked with over 300 couples in the areas of sexual health, communication, and conflict resolution. If you are interested in rebuilding connection and intimacy with your partner, please contact me today. I can be reached at 682-201-8175, or you can email me at diane at let's talkrelationships.org or visit my website at www.letstalkrelationships.org and remember you can't heal if you refuse to deal I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home I'm probably okay I open the window to stay alert probably okay I just pop some gum in my mouth step out of the car please I probably made a mistake Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. This breaks my heart, and it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and gives it to families in need. To help, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hey, this is Loretta Dennis, co-hostess of Glory Rising, broadcasting live each week on Mondays from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time at Fishbowl Radio Network Studios at Globe Life Park in Arlington, Texas. Log on to hear what God has to say about His glory and how we can let others see His glory in us. Be sure to log in each week on Monday at 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time to catch the show Glory Rising on Fishbowl Radio Network. Com. Jump in. This is Dr. Lewis. Catch my show, The Dr. Fred Lewis Show, every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. You'll be able to hear news and views, and we want to hear from you. Log in on Saturdays in the Gray Stream, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. This is Cheryl Jones, host of Tuesday Talk with the Queen of Hearts, broadcasting live each week on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Central from Fishbowl Radio Network Studios. Log on to hear real talk, real guests, and real issues being solved every week. So be sure to log on each week on Tuesday at 11 a.m. Central to catch Tuesday Talk with the Queen of Hearts. Jump in. Wake up and text. 
Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <laughs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. You're listening to Thy Kingdom Come with Troy Napoleon Brown on Fishbowl Radio Network.
put those sanctified hands together. Come on and give them some praise in the house.
having a good old coaching flashback praise 16 minutes worth of it on Father's Day here hope you enjoyed that according to Pauline Brown here you know Psalm 68 verse 5 says a father to the fatherless a defender of widows is God in his holy dwelling let me say that again Psalm 68 verse 5 says a father to the fatherless a defender of widows is God in his holy dwelling. You know, of all the ways the Lord God Almighty could have chosen to relate to humanity, he chose the language, the language of family. Now, he could have, you know, described himself as a um, benevolent, uh, dictator, gentle, or, you know, kind supervisor, or uh, what else? A, a, a patient hierarchy, but instead, he chose, he chose the word father. He presents himself as a father because we all know what a father is and does or doesn't do. And even though there are folk who did not have earthly fathers who treated them well, we all have a intrinsic understanding of what a good father should be. You know, God planted that understanding in our hearts. We all have a need uh, to be loved, cherished, protected, and valued. You know, and ideally, an earthly father will meet those needs. But even if he doesn't, let me say, God will, God will, God will. You know, and God the Father is the first in the Godhead of the Trinity, or triune Godhead, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Three distinct characteristics, yet are one. You know, Moses said in Deuteronomy 6.4 here, or Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 8.6, but to us there is but one God, the Father, of whom all things, and we in him, and one Lord, Jesus Christ, by whom all things and we by him. You know, Jesus said in John 14, 26, but the comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. You know, Jesus taught his followers to address God as, as Father. We see in Luke eleven two, and he said unto them, when you pray, Say, our Father, which art in heaven. You know, and throughout Scripture, God describes his love for us as that of, you know, a caring uh, parent. You know, we see in John 16, 26, 27. And that day you shall ask in my name, and I shall not unto you that I will pray the Father for you. Verse 27, for the Father himself loveth you because ye have loved me and have believed that I came from God. In 2 Corinthians 6, 18, it says, And I will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. You know, although he possesses characteristics of both father and mother, you know, Isaiah 66, 13 says, As one whom his mother comforted, so will I comfort you, and ye shall be comforted in Jerusalem. You know, God chooses 
the masculine word because it donates uh, strength, protection, you know, and provision. You know, we see in Psalms 54, verse 4, Behold, God is my helper. The Lord is with them that uphold my soul. And God has a special place in his heart for orphans and fatherless. You know, in Deuteronomy 24, 20, the Lord says, When thou beatest thy olive tree, thou shalt not go over the bows again. It shall be before the stranger, for the fatherless, and for the widow. And the prophet Jeremiah, through inspiration of the Holy Spirit, wrote in 49, verse 11, Leave your fatherless children. I will keep them alive and let your widows trust in me. And James 1, verse 27, it says, Religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained, unstained from the world. And Psalm 27, verse 10 says, Though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. And God knows that many times earthly fathers have been absent, you know, have not done their job, you know. He offers to fill that role of father. In John six thirty seven, Jesus said, All that the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me I will never cast out. And back in the wilderness in Deuteronomy 1, verse 31, it says, And in the wilderness where you have seen how the Lord your God carried you as a man carries his son all the way that you went until you came to this place. He invites us to call out to him when we're in trouble. It says in Psalms 15, and call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you shall glorify me. He invites us, fathers, mothers, brothers and sisters, church, to cast all our worries on him. First Peter 5, 7, casting all your care upon him. For he careth for you. He invites us to enjoy his company. First Corinthians 1 verse 9. God is faithful by whom ye are called unto the fellowship of his son Jesus Christ our Lord. And in Psalms 116 verse 1. I love the Lord because he hath heard my voice and my supplications. And finally in 1 John 5 14. And this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will he heareth us he models for us the characteristics he had in mind when he designed fatherhood and although many times earthly fathers you know do not live up to the ideal God promises let me tell you God promises that in him in him no one has to be without a perfect father no one has to be without a perfect father amen and amen got to take a quick break and I'll be right back after this 
Hi, this is your host, Pastor Clemens of the God's Warrior Show, broadcasting live each week on Saturday at 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Now log on to hear feel good gospel music, inspiration words, and exciting guest interviews. Be sure to log on to God's Warrior Show on Fishbowl Radio Network every Saturday to receive the blessing that you've been waiting for. On Fishbowl Radio Network, jump in. This is Aida Johnson, the host of Heartfelt Testimony, broadcasting live each week Tuesday at 7 at Fishbowl Radio Network in the beautiful city of Arlington. Log on to hear inspiring testimonies from regular Christians who have walked through the fire, come out on the other side with a powerful testimony, one that will encourage you to live your life for Christ. So be sure to log in each week Tuesday at 7 to catch Heartfelt Testimony. On FishbowlRadioNetwork.com Jump in! Hey, this is Loretta Dennis, co-hostess of Glory Rising, broadcasting live each week on Mondays from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time at Fishbowl Radio Network Studios at Globe Life Park in Arlington, Texas. Log on to hear what God has to say about His glory and how we can let others see His glory in us. Be sure to log in each week on Monday at 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time to catch the show Glory Rising on Fishbowl Radio Network. Com. Jump in. Hi, this is Susie, host of Speak Life Transformation Ministry, a podcast ministry where you can receive a positive word of encouragement and also give the word of your testimony because what God sets free is free indeed. Join me every Wednesday from 1 to 2 here at Fishbowl Radio Network. Jump in. Oh, no. This cannot be happening. Oh, please, 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 just give me a warning. License and registration? Oh, was I speeding, officer? 35 and a 30. That can be a dangerous speed in a neighborhood. Oh, sorry about that. I was just running a little late. Well, now you're running very late. All over the country, cops are cracking down. If you speed, you will get a ticket. Obey the sign or pay the fine. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Transportation. You're listening to Thy Kingdom Come with Troy Napoleon Brown on Fishbowl Radio Network. You were born with a grace. Uh, that grace is your gift. It's a divine enablement. If you work your grace, the grace will work for you. Company, teach the lesson. Systems of the world will try to take your confidence. Yes, they will. For the systems were designed, designed to make you doubt what heaven Don't you doubt. The systems of the world will try to take your confidence. Yes, they will. For the systems were designed, designed to make you sit down on your bed. Don't you let them. But the gift God gave to you, this gift, give it back to him. Offer it up. Looking good. I say your gift. Yeah. Work your grace. It looks good on you. 
My gift works for me. And you're wearing your gift well. God has graced you. It works for you. It looks good. Tell somebody, just be you. Uh huh. It looks good on you. Can't be a better you than you. And you wear.
Step back and let God do it. Let him do it his way. Amen. Amen. My final message for today, and I want to salute all the fathers, good good men out there that are doing an outstanding job in their families, in their communities. I commend you uh, wholeheartedly. God bless you. But we do have a crisis uh, here in America and also, uh, you know, throughout um, throughout the world. And that has to do with, you know, um, fatherlessness. Fatherlessness is a kind of hard word to kind of put together, but, um, you know, fatherhood, let me just say, let me just say fatherhood and fatherlessness, you know, are issues um, in our nation that are in desperate, excuse me, need of immediate uh, clarity of focus and our attention you know one critical aspect of fatherhood that is plaguing our society uh, in epidemic proportion again is that word fatherlessness you know in america here and throughout the world father absenteeism is pervasive and the ramifications the ramifications are are devastating you know fatherlessness adversely affects Individuals, our families, our neighborhoods, our churches, our cities, uh, and our nation. You know, studies show that fatherlessness impacts education, poverty levels, social behaviors, health care, uh, emotional emotion development, and a list of other factors that are essential to our, you know, our children's well-being. Currently in the United States, According to the U.S. Census Bureau, 18.3 million children, one in four, live without a biological step or adopted father in the home. The percentage of children without a father in, in the United States is 43%. You know, there are some other statistics, you know, which include like uh, 90% uh, 
of runaway and homeless children are from fatherless homes. 80% of rapists who, uh, 80% of rapists with anger problems come from fatherless homes. And, and uh, 70% of minors in state facilities are from fatherless homes. And, you know, these are really, really uh, depressing, uh, depressing statistics indeed. You know, coupled with the fatherless crisis is the, is the uh, innate struggle men encounter in not only trying to be a present father, but being a good father as well. You know, being present is one thing, but being a good father is a whole, you know, whole other ball game. Many dads are present in home, but being present is not knowing that they are loving and nurturing fathers. God intends, you know, for them to be in their homes. You know, a present bad dad can and have done equal in in some cases more damage um, to their children and family than an absent dad. You know, spiritually, our fatherhood crisis has has created a rational and theological challenge as it, you know, relates to our Heavenly Father. We call God, we call the God of the universe Father or Abba, and He is. You know, God is our loving Heavenly Father, and He is a good Father. However, our current fatherhood fog, use the word fog, distorts His image in the hearts of those who are desperately longing, you know, for a, um, for a father's love. They can only see him through the lenses of their, you know, their personal experience, not our, our positive um, social commentary. So let me just say today, um, you may be a person who is living with a, uh, a father wound. You know, your heavenly father, I mean, excuse me, your your earthly father may have failed you, but I want to tell you on this Father's Day, amen, God will not. He promises to be the father you always wanted and needed, just as he's opened the heavens to proclaim his love for his son Jesus. He will touch the pain in your heart and pour out love and mercy to heal your deepest wounds. However, Regardless of where you are on the on the fatherhood spectrum, may I say to you today, there is hope and help available for you if your daily existence involves coping with, you know, the chronic pain of a father wound caused by, you know, an absent father or abusive father. There is, let me say, there is hope and help available for you if, if the feeling of inadequacy and and the inability to be a good father to your children, you know, it's it's it stresses your soul. There is hope and help available for you if you're longing for the love of your heavenly father, but you are too afraid to let go and fall into the embrace of his loving and awesome arms. Yes, yes, hope and and help are present and available for you and is found in the revelation of God our Father through his Son, Jesus Christ. Hope and help are available for you and is found in the revelation of God our Father through his Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, again, I want to say Happy Father's Day to everyone. 
Uh, I've been a father now. Oh, let's see, man, I'm old now. I can't remember how old I am. But uh, anyway, you know, I got um, I got uh, four grown kids. Uh, I have 11, 11 grandchildren, eight of them being boys, going to be young men. So uh, my hands are, are pretty busy. And my father, God bless him, my mother, 84 years old apiece, still going by the grace of God. And he was a, a good man, a godly man, my father. And I, I thank the Lord for him, uh, seeing his work ethic through all the years and, and everything he's done and uh, the wisdom uh, that he has uh, imparted on me and everything. So happy Father's Day to my dad, 84 years and still going. God bless, God bless him tremendously. But making way again, all the fathers out there, have a good day. And uh, again, this is uh, June Teeth Weekend, so be safe. And uh, Lord willing, I'll be back with you again uh, next Saturday, 3 to 5 p.m. here in Fishbowl Studios. God bless you. Have a good week. Just keep on worshiping God. Yeah. When I look back over my see where Never could have made it this far without God's grace and His mercy. Time after time, He keeps making the way. Lord, You've been my protection every step of the way, and I'm. Said again, when I look back over my life, see where I could be, never would have made it this far. Now, God's grace and His mercy, time after time, He keeps making a way for me. How many of y'all could just lift your hand and say, Lord, you've been my protection? Every step of the way You brought me This ain't for everybody Because some of y'all apparently don't know that God wants you through But oh Lord You brought me So many things on my mind. I just want to say this. Every time I turn my TV on, bad news I see. 
said, Joe, you know what? They could have been me. When I see my family doing fine, that's only confirmation from God that He's still good all the time. Somebody know He's been good to you. Lord, you're wrong. Those that know that the Spirit of the Lord is here, lift your hand and just help us in love. You brought me. Sometimes I just ride in my car. God's a strong and I just talk to God and I just tell him. When I couldn't see my way, Lord, you brought me. You made a way out of no way. When Satan was trying to kill me. Jesus is right there being protection for me. Reverend Chill, I hear you sometimes say, God got his own love around me. I know it for real now because that was a time when. That was a time when I just wanted to throw in the towel, wanted to quit singing. I wanted to give up on God. But how many of y'all know that sometime when we are not in our right mind, it ain't nobody but Satan trying to tell you that you are nothing. But how many of y'all here know that God will step in? I'm talking about somebody for real. Somebody here tonight that know that God will step in in the sick room. How many of y'all been sick in here? Those of y'all that been sick, just get on your feet. Those that been sick in here today. How many of y'all, even in the midst of your sickness, can say, God was there with me every step of the way? We got single mothers out here. It's hard on them from trying to just raise their children. We got young men that think every woman that's switching belongs to them. But I stopped by to tell you, God will. Anybody here? God will. And if you know that God will, just lift your hand with me. I just want to call God in here. Will it be all right if we call him? Better let's just call God right now and just say, Lord. I don't worry about things that go on in 
A lost brother brought me through the storm. God brought closure in my life. Lost my sister. Lord, brought closure. But when I lost my mama, looked like I wasn't gonna hide a thing. I found out that there's a storm in my life. But when I got down on my knees and I told God. You can't see the wind. Yeah. While I was praying, like I could feel something all around me. Y'all know the story. Y'all know how that is. I found out that God had sent an angel to answer my prayer. And I thought about Jesus. You know what I told him? I said, I ain't gonna let you go till you bless my soul. Let you go. 